here. We'll go ahead and start. All right. Uh, thank you guys for joining me. But uh, aloha, everybody. We're going to be putting this up on YouTube. So if you would like to say hello to YouTube, feel free to do so. Everybody in chat as well. Uh, this is going to be our fourth week of the podcast. Just a little bit of uh, secretary thing or announcements. Next week, I'll be gone on a uh, short trip. I uh, have a four-day four trip to Japan next week, so we will be skipping next week for the podcast, unfortunately. But uh, the week after that, we're going to be coming back and uh, having the podcast again. So if you guys are watching the videos, of course, uh, I've been looking at all the comments from the previous podcast. Looks like you guys really enjoyed these, so we'll continue to do them. And uh, continue putting your, you know, your feedback or your general comments into the comment section below. Yeah, I usually check those out. But as you can see, uh, today we have Fate Memory, uh, Thompson, and Topo V from the other weeks of podcasts that you may or may not be familiar with. And today we have a special guest who ironically is in the middle because I can't really control it yet. I don't really know how to do it. But Burke's in the middle today. Yeah, so I guess uh, if you want to do a quick intro for yourself, Burke, feel free to do so. Yeah, maybe tell everybody uh, a little bit more about yourself, um, how you relate to Summoner's War, anything that uh, anything you want to say. Go ahead. What's good? Uh, I'm Burke Burke, no longer Berkelec. I technically rebranded. Oh, oh you're Burke Burke. All right, I can change that. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, I'm with Topa up in, uh, wait, which one am I pointing? Up in EFA, I, I can't tell if I'm pointing the right way, wherever Topa is. But yeah, uh, and if I'm on this podcast, you know Island was desperate. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually have a, I actually have a big list of people uh, to put in the podcast. I want to get a lot of people in here, you know, familiar faces that people that, um, or influencers and people that, you know, are known, I guess you could say, and some that are not known. So I have a super long list of people. So I've just been contacting people and it's all about availability. And it just happened you guys were available. I think actually as well, Sean was potentially gonna join in as well as some other people, but just gotta pick and pick and take people to join in. You gotta dig different mishmash. Try to get at least one new person a week. Yeah, so uh, yeah, you are the new person of the week. Flavor <laughs> of the week. In the metal. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, we'll go ahead and get right into this. Uh, our first topic of the day here, um, so our first topic here we have today is uh, how to deal with various RTA combos. Now I gave two examples in this uh, topic here of you know cleaving and Ganya Thor. So what are ways you guys deal with this, and what are ways that uh, people out there that do RTA or looking to do RTA, how can they deal with it? Yeah, maybe some of the Nat Five options and some of the more free-to-play options to deal with these. Yeah, can uh, throw it on the board. We're not going to start in any order. Anybody that wants to comment, feel free to comment anytime. It's work working out. I think. I think for both uh, the cleave teams and the uh, uh, CC teams, the easiest way is to outspeed them. But then uh, you'll get to like a uh, you'll get to a point where you can't outspeed the better player because there's always going to be a faster player and a better player. So uh, there are a few monsters that are really good against like cleave or against CC. And like uh, I think everybody already knows against Gany Hathor, like Rakuni Juno is uh, pretty useful against like uh cleave actually there's just like a group of monsters that's really good vanessa triana um diana they're just like mvps against cleaves in my opinion yeah i definitely agree with that the easiest way obviously is to outspeed especially for uh cleaves right uh because cleaves aren't usually that tanky as long as you can go first you can probably kill them relatively easily so it's the way something other if you don't if you can't outspeed or don't have like speed leads or just otherwise not confident in your speed something that you can probably do is uh look to out tank or then cut some rng units you know uh the fire lich or amduet that can uh, cut and potentially get you a dispersed on mess up that combo when it comes to gany hador uh i mean obviously the anti-cc options such as a uh, fire monkey is uh are good ways to go maybe josephine too as long as they don't have too much cc mm. 
uh, adding on to the Ganny Hathor, if they don't have many other multi-hitters, you could also bring in Garo. Garo, I mean, everyone has a Garo, and... Most people, but yeah, that's a definitely a little bit more free-to-play. <laughs> most, most, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Most yeah, Garo and Rakuni, right? Those are very uh, good options in there. One thing yeah. I noticed about Garo versus, uh, like, Ganny Hathor is, like, the Garo has to be pretty decently ruined, and um, on Revenge, it still gets controlled. It needs to really be on uh, Nemesis to, like, uh, not die that often. That's a fair point. I see. Really? Like, if you're... If your runes aren't fast enough against Gany Hathors, no matter what you bring, you're <laughs> ideally you're, you're gonna get control no matter what. Even if you have like Makuni Juno, it's not gonna help. You need to have, to have a, like at least match, have two units that match their speed. What do you think about? Um, so if you're if and, you're getting out speed, right? What do you think about like double shield will bringing that in or having double immunity and bringing it in? Because now Gany doesn't strip, right? Only Hathor is gonna be able to strip. So is it? Can they still control you as well? But nobody runs could like control as a pure control anymore, right? They have mm -hmm. either like immunity mixed in. Usually, right now the meta is like Fran or maybe a Wusa, mm -hmm. or like they have some kind of revive, so something that protects the Gani Hathor. So like their immunity is gonna run out, or like <clears throat> um, you know like they they allow the Gani Hathor to do not not as much pressure to lock you down first turn, but ra rather like turn two, turn three when when you have that gap of immunity. Mm -hmm. And then they wait for that. So out of Gany Hathor comps, you know, when they see it picked, um, obviously these are some options that we just stated that they can use against Gany Hathor. Uh, what about just straight up banning Hathor or banning Gany? Which which one is better? Is it really more situational? Which one is always like maybe the better one to ban? I do feel like right now, because uh, uh, Hathor, not really a big nerf, but I feel like right now banning Gany is a little bit better than banning Hathor because ba okay. Gany just like, it's just such a combo enabler that they could go like many different routes. Like if you don't ban the Gany and they pick like Perna Triana, it's like whoa, you it's it's a pretty good ban usually when you ban the Gany. Okay. Usually with Gany Hathor, they bring some sort of other control too, right? So even if you ban the Hathor, they still have the Gany, uh the other and the other CC unit combo, uh, say for Jean, for example for Jean. And this is why I think I agree with the Gany ban. Because even if you're controlled, uh, you can buy a proc out of that, right? And then you still have your skills. If you ban the one or either the Hathor or say the Jean, then even if you ban a proc out, you're not gonna have any cooldowns, so you're not gonna be able to do a whole lot even if that additional turn. Uh, it really depends on what, what kind of team you're bringing against it. If you're bringing like cleanses like Juno Rakuni, then you ban the Gany. Uh, if 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 you're bringing immunity to try to counter that, then banning Hathor is better. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh, what what are the combos you guys think are, are common? I mean, I was just thinking of combos like Cleave and, and Gany Hathor, but what's really relevant right now that you think players in a wide range of ranks might face? Double immunity. Like, Vanessa Fran plus Verd. <laughs> what do you have to say, Burke? You don't have to, you don't have to there, raise your hand. There, there is I love the it. bomb team. There is the bomb team. The, oh yeah, you're a bomb team, right? You like to bomb, right? Now, now, speaking of cleave combos, there there is one specific combo, the bomb team. That that's mm -hmm. probably the one area I, I know best. Uh, and if you're trying to counter those, uh, the the best well, the best way, like Thompson said, is to outspeed them. If you can't do that, you you need to bring two hard counters. Uh, since assuming they're gonna ban one, you bring two hard counters like uh, Vero, Rakuni, Tetra. Tetra is now a hard counter. Things like that, and, and Juno, and uh, if, if that doesn't work, 
or if you can't do that, let's say you don't have those hard counters available to you, then your next best option is to bring a bunch of soft counters, like uh, things like Perna and Laika that won't go down in one shot, or, or uh, things like Vanessa Triana that'll make things really annoying for any Cleave team. Or, or you can you can bring the Fire Pixie and throw all the bombs back. I, I think uh, oh. Fire Pixie. <laughs> <laughs> I think this awesome. season your team's even stronger because like uh, Triton is pretty. Oh yeah, you yeah. like to use Triton. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, Triton got got his uh, silence extended next turn, but on on the flip side, Tetra is out there. <laughs> it, it's yep. just another hard counter, and we I think we're reaching a critical mass of hard counters where everyone's going to have a couple, and it's going to be harder to cleave. I. I I'm, even with the, the try and buff, I think it's going to be harder to, than ever to cleave this season just due to all the counters that are out there. So you, have you done a, a lot of wings yet? Or have you been doing some wings? Like a couple hundred yeah, wings? Yeah. How, how's, how's it been so far? I mean, it's still early, but how's it been? You've been having to pull out the second comp or you just getting cucked with <laughs> yeah, I've been pulling out the second comp more often this season. There's okay. too many counters out there. Okay. I think I mean, uh, if you want to build a cleave team, your cleave team, if you want to build a, a cleave team, They'll have to have double speed lead for sure, and then the whatever yeah. team has to work around the double speed lead you have. At least one, but usually two speed leads is the right. way to go. Yeah, that definitely be ideal. And like uh, this, I feel like this season there's a uh, there's just a lot of uh, protection, a lot of immunity. So mm -hmm. like uh, your cleave team will have to figure out how to deal with uh, double immunity. Some people bring uh, like Zayros just to cool down. Some people bring like double stripper, but like there's has to be a way you have to deal with uh, immunity. Yeah. So yeah. if you have a, if you have like a cleave team that have like double stripper, double speed lead, you're looking pretty good. Yeah, which is kind of tough, right? If you if you're getting to the higher levels, you're two two of the best things that you want to strip and cleave with is like Triton and Tiana. But let's be real, not everybody has Triton. And no, Tiana, you, right? just, you, you just have to pull a Tiana. <laughs> yeah, I heard that's a really strong unit. What do you have hey, to say about that, Thompson? Again, Gianna's not the problem. The violent procs are the problem. Gianna? Gianna. I mean, Gianna's not the problem. Violent procs are the problem. Oh, okay. Deflecting oh. to violent procs. Got it, got it. It is. Like <laughs> Diana, no, no, I'm just, I'm just going... Okay, interesting. Like Diana, Helena, and stuff like that, right? Uh, Ager, right? Ager is not the problem. It's that he could give himself attack bar, violent proc, and get... Yeah, that crucial violent proc is... Mm -hmm. so beneficial for him that's the thing like you know violent procs can be good but you know like on diana and helena they can be very impactful at the right time same thing for ager it's one of those units that can utilize that one proc that's just devastating you can't even come that's back why that like young hong nerf was such a big nerf because it's like she makes your turn get like about like 36 percent less violent proc right because her <laughs> yeah. cooldown is longer and right, that's right. why uh the fire vampire is good right now right because he gets like everybody extra turns uh, Topa, so you, you speaking of Yun Hong, you how, how's your Yun Hong been feeling this season? Yeah, and, I still pick her every match. Yeah, that may change. I don't know. I've been still, you know, uh, I'm still using the same team as last season. I'm resilient to change, but I think I'm gonna have to switch something up on fear removal. Well, maybe like what Thompson is saying with Verd, right? Helping with the turn cycling of your Yun Hong, it won't feel as bad. I guess you can say, right? You can turn cycle a little bit quicker. Yeah, I mean, what I've been saying for Yan Hong, uh, before the nerf, you didn't need a violent proc on Yan Hong. Now you kind of need a violent proc on Yan Hong to make up for that one longer cooldown to keep those uh, skills, uh, you know, and keep those turns going. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
But the thing is, even though Yen Hong got nerfed, a lot of other units got nerfed too. So even though, like, let's say in an average RTA match, you might have a couple units that are weaker than last season. Your opponent will too, so it, it kind of balances out, right? But they ban Young Hong and Young Hong's best friend. Who's best that? friends, right? Like the Gany and Mo Long. Like yeah. Gany and Young Hong used to be like it could two v four, and Gany, uh, Mo Long and Young Hong, or Gany and Young Hong could two v four. Have but, you done that before, uh, Topa? Probably. Yeah. Right. Topa, Topa, Topa didn't get the Mo Long until it got nerfed. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't know that. Sorry, Topa. Yeah, but I mean, I still, I mean, it's still, even though they're kind of nerfed, I mean, there's other units that synergize still really well with them. Like, you know, Jean's been heavy, really heavy right now. And you, sh you Do you use Jean, Topa? I'm sure yeah, you do. I do. Yeah, yeah, it still functions very well with Molong, in my opinion. Sean fell off really hard this season. Yeah, because really? Vertical is in the meta. So, yeah. I'm, I'm a, such a hard John fan. I just want to let everyone know that. <laughs> yeah, I but I, I feel like, um, I guess they've come <laughs> on, but do you think all all the ranks have been, uh, like, all the ranks are countering? I know maybe in, in the ranks you guys are playing in Guardian, right? You're seeing people counter Jean more, so people aren't using it. But in the other ranks, I think Jean can be still very, very strong for majority of players to use, because people don't know to use Vert. Yeah, unless they watch this and maybe now build Vert to fight those Jean cops in Conqueror as, Fighter. As, as someone in the lower ranks, Yes, John well, okay, is all even over lower the ranks in, in the lower ranks. But the thing is, like people from the lower ranks, like they usually just watch like the high, higher ranks play, right? and then they'll see see what they're doing, and they just right. try to copy it with worse runes. Right. That's usually what happens, anyways. Right. I see. Right. Okay. Uh, Although I find in the lower ranks, people might not have as many units built. But so... Vert is free to play. <laughs> Yeah, he's super free here. to play now. They gave it out and then they put it a part of the fusion. Let's be real. That's that's great. They had an event where they gave a <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Never seen that Fair point. Before. That was that was a crazy succession of events. Yeah, what they gave out and stuff. Right, uh any last uh combinations that maybe we didn't talk about that is you know that can help players out, common combos that they have to deal with and how to deal with them before we move on? I I think a uh, pretty common combo right now is like uh Vanessa Fran with uh mm. like you know hathor vanessa friend hathor so like if you're building a team like you just got to make sure uh you got a good uh you you're ready for that like a vanessa hathor friend and all the friends are super fast like they're like two yeah. at least 275 plus they're either on swift or violent yeah i've been seeing so many friends man yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. like, what, what do you, what do you, what do you do against that specific unit then? Like, cause I, every time I see a friend, like, I'm scared of the immunity. I'm scared of the sustain. Of course, that's skill one, but it's like it also feels good because I'm like, oh man, that little fairy is like so squishy. You know what I mean? Like, cause you know it's squishy. Like, no, no matter no, how no, good no, you're, no. it's gonna be kind of squishy. <laughs> you're raw, the defense is so low though, man, compared to any other kind of support there. You know. <clears throat> So it's a little bit. It's uh, I I, I agree ones. with uh I agree with uh Island Grown, but like what Faint Memory is saying is like uh, I have my friend on a defense slot four, but it's still I, I I know what you're saying. It's still squishy, but like the mm -hmm. base defense is pretty low. Yeah, you're you're both right. You know. Yeah, because like you said, people my, try to build my, it fast. My, my right? friend almost has thirteen hundred defense. I think it's not squishy. How much HP do you have? You're not thirty k HP then, right? You're like yeah, thirty k. Thirty k HP. You're not you're not yeah. fast then, right? How how fast? Uh, 300 speed. Okay, never mind. This is okay. This is a rare outlier. <laughs> this is this is a rare outlier. Okay, all right. So now you know if you play against Fabian, just take the friend. Then you don't have to deal with it, and you have an OP unit. Easy counter. There, pick. there is no shame in banning friend. Yeah, yeah. Be OP. No shame. I, I, I yeah. first pick my friend almost every match. Oh my god, dude. 
That is yeah, crazy. Yeah, first fucking lap threes now. Dude, I can't imagine that set that you put on Fran, but on a different like but, support unit. Oh my god. Oh, no, 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 right just now, just Right it's now, just regular one like build a friend only because like uh like everyone used Wusa and everyone loves Wusa, but right. like to be honest, like Fran is like Wusa 2.0, you know, like mm. her heal heals more, her first move could like is more uh uh consistent, and her third move just gives you attack bar as well. So yeah, Fran is like it's awesome if you you guys have a chance. Like attack buff is so friend. good as well. I mean, even in comps, <laughs> if you land a defense break right and you got support units. With attack buff, you're already gonna do a lot of damage, you know. And with that defense break, you can kill like anything, man. Yeah, any kind of. And unit. the cool part is, uh, her ruin quality, like, even though, like, you know, like you think like, 300 speed is crazy, but like you put her on swift, speed, defense, HP, it's not that hard to get, you know, that mm -hmm. those stats. You know, it could be 290, 295. It doesn't, you know. But yeah, like she could be on swift. She could be on violent. Yeah. I prefer, I, I, in my opinion, I feel like if you're going to pair Fran up with like monsters like Ager or Perna, uh, I like them more on, I like her more on Violent, so she could like have the attack buff more often. I don't know what, probably, uh, Faint probably uses uh, Fran more than me, I do, but. What were you yeah. going to add on Faint? You were going to say something? Oh, <clears throat> well, yeah, but, um, uh, if it's on Violent, it has to be on Will, right? Because you're not going to get enough Oh, speed. absolutely. Mom yeah. off for sure. Yeah. Right? But if you're on Swift, you can put it on a revenge offset. Ah, I see. Everybody's gonna like everybody's gonna target it first. Like people are gonna hit you with Dianas, they're gonna hit you with Verds. No. And that's then, stun, and then one of the revenge. That's stun just proc too stun. much, dude. It's just proc too much. What is the percent chance of that proc? I never even looked at the exact amount. What is the stun chance of skill? It's like fifty percent times it, three. It doesn't feel oh, fifty percent times three, that's why. Okay. That's why. I was like, it feels like it happens so often. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. I mean, it's just, it's just not the stun with Fran either. It's the attack rate too. I mean, the, the, that also uh, gives her a lot more survivability, right? Because, you know, her base defense, yeah, like we discussed, is not that high. So getting that attack rate in units like Pernars or Diana's reduces the damage obviously by half. So that also gives her a lot more sustainability. So, so good against Lyca. Yeah. I'm really glad that they gave like uh, your stuff. It could three. It could literally like a three hit. Yeah. Can't, can't it? Well, you, you attack break Lyca. It doesn't. It just does nothing. Right. Right. It, it's so good against Garl because you can actually kill it. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's nice that they gave Fran out again to everybody. You know, I, they didn't change. Did they change the skills on it? They did, right? Is that is that why it became more viable, or just people just started using it all of a sudden? They, they buffed Fran at one point. A little bit, right? Yeah. They added the immediate third skill, and I think the attack break the first skill. Yeah, that's nice. They did that, and then they gave it out again. That's that's really cool. Hopefully, they do it again so more players can uh, obtain it. I think that's a really, really nice uh, free-to-play limited unit that they uh, kind of gave out to everybody. Oh, I like also think it's like <laughs> also a lack of burst damage monsters in the meta right now that makes Strand more strong, you know? But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm saying, like, everyone's going to bring immunity. If you have, like, double stripper or, like, if you have like strippers, you're looking okay, you know. So just get your strippers ruined up. I mean, Fran is also really good in Siege, right? So if they do give it out again, like a lot of people were talking, like they would farm like probably ten or fifteen of them. Oh, and just <laughs> use it for Siege. Yeah. Maybe that's like, something we could suggest. Maybe it should. They they made it limited, right? So they let people <laughs> obtain it, but they maybe should release it again, but maybe as a reward in the shop, as one of those. Uh, guild piece monster rewards like you know cowgirls and something that so people can obtain it i think it's a really nice unit for everybody that's why so that could be a nice suggestion that they put it into that guild shop
I don't know if people would actually purchase it to have multiple, but they would purchase it just to have one. That'd be kind of nice. I'm guilty. I've never won a four-star siege battle before. Until, <laughs> yeah, it's just like the most difficult thing in my life. But what? I've, yeah, I, but I want to say something. Oh my god, twins is so good in Siege. Yeah. Oh my Sabrina, god. Uh, Sabrina, Shayna, and Triana. It, that beats like so many comps, dude. You just keep making so that good. comp. So good. Yes. The twins. Yeah. If you want to do Siege well, just build as many twins as possible, I feel like. Yep. We gotta pull them first. <laughs> they're on stones, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, they're in stone rotations, which is really nice. Yeah. Alright, uh, that's uh, that was a good first topic there. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and close out that topic and uh, open up the next one here. Let's take a look at topic, topic number two. Topic number two, all right, a little bit of more of a segue. I think a lot of people wanted to hear our opinions and have us talk a little bit more about things maybe not pertaining to RTA. So uh, this next question here is, uh, how do you feel about the current state of Guild Wars, Siege, Labyrinth, you know, and uh, what can be done to improve them? Yeah. So for Labyrinth, I, uh, my life was really uh, horrible when Labyrinth was like every day, you know what I mean? But like now it's like once, you know, five times a week or something, like, I'm good with it right now. But yeah, the the changes for the Labyrinth were, was really good. And then Guild War and Siege, and uh, Guild War and Siege was, um, uh, they're, they're looking pretty good, except Siege sometimes, like, you could still get, like, 2v1. And I don't, and I think in, in a game with, like, three, like, freelancers, you're gonna get 2v1, like it or not, so, yeah. Yeah, I think we asked about that one time, I, like, we asked them, like, you know, why, what you know what do you what do you what are your, your thoughts to the comptos developers you know like what are your thoughts on like siege and teaming up and stuff and you know their answer was pretty interesting they said that you know in a war right in a guild war and stuff like that gang ups and stuff can happen right that's how you make your alliances in the wars that's why there's a, a chat to discuss right and you kind of either make alliances or whatnot it's kind of a part of the battling you know feel i, I don't know what your opinions are on that but i thought it was interesting it sucks to be get teamed on but it also could be fun, you know, making allies and teaming up on other people. I don't know. I mean, it's a three-way battle. It's not meant to be fair by design, you know. It's meant to have politics in it by design. I, I feel that, that, yeah, it was completely intentional. And there's no way to remove it in, in a three-way battle. It, 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 for a fair one-on-one, -on -one, there's regular Guild Wars. I, I know it has its own flaws, but I, I guess... We just have to look at Siege and keep in mind, yeah, politics are very much part of the game. Yeah. Be, be interesting. I, I feel like Guild Wars has kind of, like, fallen off. Unless you're, like, early mid-game and you're just getting into it, I feel like it semi has fallen off. What do you think? What if they did, like, a, a Siege, but for just for 1v1s, and that's the new Guild Wars? Yeah, where it's more active like that, when it's 1v1. I wonder how that would pan out. I mean, yeah, that would be cool, but then what's the point of Siege? <laughs> right, right. That's true, then. It's not. It's no, nothing different, right? <clears throat> I mean, if they're going to release any other Guild Wars content, make sure people can't farm it. Yeah, that has been an issue that is ongoing. That's the next thing I want to kind of talk about is um, Guild Siege Farmers, right? It's something nobody wants to talk about because, you know, some people do it here, some people don't, right? Yeah, and um, from experience, right, not saying that anybody here does that, obviously, but... Um, oh, I, I farm it. I, I really farm. <laughs> All right, because right, I know you farm it, Fabe, but I didn't want to call you out, but you go say it then, all right, now. Well, everybody knows I started the whole siege farming thing, right? So okay. It's not so, something to hide. With uh, the siege farming, they, they've made adjustments in the past to try to counteract it with the, you know, the point system and stuff. How much were you able to get before in terms of Guild War points and crystals to how much can you get now on a monthly basis? What is the average? Uh, just curious, just to get perspective to people out there. 
you know about it. Like, if you're really hardcore siege farming, you get a thousand crystals a siege, right? And then um, probably about 600 stones a week, and then guild points. But that would require about 10 farmers in like 12, nine different guilds. So you're, ta you're talking like over 5,000 crystals uh, a month. Yeah. Okay. Now, this is something and, that... Go ahead, keep and on. That, that's 5,000 crystals a month and about 3,000 summoning stones a month. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I know a lot of people don't want to talk about it because they don't want Comptos to take it away. But actually, one thing that was asked uh, when we went to Korea, a lot of people did ask this developer straight up. Yeah, I think uh, Childish was also there. Sean was also there. A couple people were there when the question was asked about this. And, you know, Comptuous does address it. They, they know it's an issue. But they actually said that it was an easy fix. They're just deciding how they want to fix it. I forgot exactly what they said, but they, they gave... Uh, I, I might have had a, a couple beers. But they gave uh, two, uh, two ways to fix it. Yeah, and um, I forgot what exactly they were, but they, they addressed it and they said it's a very easy fix. They're just still deciding what they want to do to fix it. So I, I think it's going to get fixed soon because it kind of sucks for players that, you know, are doing Guild Siege and stuff and they're getting farmed, right? Can you imagine people that get matched up with Fate Men? All right, they just like, <laughs> screw this, man. I mean, if they just uh, put a cap on the contribution for each individual member, that, that, that'd be a quick fix. But the reason I, oh, okay, I can't remember that now. There, somebody suggested a cap and what they said was because there's a cap, it doesn't make people want to go out of their way to excel and do the most that they can for the siege, right? So there you, you get that issue. Yeah, and I forgot what the second issue was. So hopefully they can figure that out soon. Yeah, so Fate Mem doesn't have like 100,000 crystals or whatever it is he has. <laughs> oh, yeah, I use it all up. It's not enough. Yeah, I mean, it don't matter. I mean, he, he, I know you still spend in the game, so you're right. It's just, it's just a nice crystal buffer. I mean, 5,000 a month is kind of a lot, especially if like you're free to play and stuff. But oh, if, you're, you if you're a whale or you're a dolphin, 5,000 a month is like a $150 of pack or I don't know, something around that, that line. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the thing about the siege farming is too, it's not really healthy for the game, right? Mm -hmm. To uh, promote competition and like end game play you know obviously you want the higher level players and higher guilds instead of farming in siege so that's why i really hope they do uh fake siege farming here soon okay there's there's one thing like i've always thought like maybe come to us didn't patch siege farming for so long it's because they want global players to catch up <laughs> <laughs> no i, I mean, don't think so because then it would have to be more known about siege farming like what percentage of the population of summoners where do you think knows about siege farming that's for real i mean i don't think a high percentage of the population does know about siege farming at all i mean a lot of global like players know oh, the top players. I, like from from what i know like in asia and other servers they don't siege farm that much yeah i think it's global more. probably farms the most i mean you guys have the highest population but percentage wise i think you guys do siege farm the most yeah i actually feel like uh guild war labyrinth and siege are great but then i cannot handle any more guild content like <laughs> just like stop it man like no more guild content for me man like it also creates the rift between like uh you and your guild too because uh there are like guilds and some people really love guild content because that's what they're good at and some people don't really care about guild content but it's really hard to be good at everything you know and some people just love arena or love guild and yeah it's tough i i don't think they should just like just throw out any more like i call it homework more homework yeah, it does feel like that. It's like do. homeworks and projects but how can they revamp what they have then so maybe your suggestion is hey come to us don't make more stuff you know maybe make the stuff that already is existing better or 
you know, add on to it, is what you're saying. I'm, I'm elaborate once every every once in a while is, is fine, but like, like Thompson said, this is pretty much the limit. You know, every time they add more content, whether it's Siege or Labyrinth, you know, some of the least active people in the guild get pushed out in order to, to bring in more active people. And sometimes the people that get pushed out of guilds end up being like longtime members who might be inactive for a little reason or who might not have as much time to play and do all the guild modes, but they're still a part of the family. Or at the very least, maybe they can let us expand our rosters a little bit and give us like five extra spots, ten extra spots for inactives or, or something. Maybe... Maybe because like like for uh, Labyrinth, for example, every single person on the roster is Labyrinth eligible. That that leaves no room for for dead weight if you're trying to be efficient. And, and it's mm. tough trying to balance that and, and do the be what's best for the guild with, with you know main keeping a family together, keep keeping keeping a team together. I mean that's that's uh that's really true, right? Because then you're gonna have players that really try hard. And if they really try hard, they're gonna feel like crap because the re or they're gonna feel like, what the hell, man? My guild's like not doing their job when I am, right? And you, well, you're gonna get some What me and Burke right? is saying is they could just take out Lab from the game. And, <laughs> I agree. I agree. Take it out. I don't think that they'll do that, but uh, maybe changes to it to make it a little bit more different, and maybe maybe have it so it's like guild wars where they only let X amount of people go inside. I don't know, but there's gonna be pros and cons to that too, right? Um, Actually, not to toot my own horn, but uh, I was the one like that complained like crazy about Labyrinth. I'm like, oh, it's homework this, it's homework that. I was like, homework. marking the ears but, nonstop. But you guys you know? had G3 kills. Apparently they nerfed it. So, yeah. Mm. Uh, in G3 kills, you have to do like lab, what, two days out of two weeks? <clears throat> oh, you're yeah, getting so it, fast. Every day. Yeah, because you guys are low. Like, it, it's good for the lightness. I mean, like. In Siege Farming, you get to do it every day, right? It's actually, I'll be honest, it pushes progression really fast. Be like, um, probably in a week of Labyrinth, I've gotten, what, five to ten legend, either runes or grinds or gems. Not me. That's you, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, like, you just have to do it, like, every day, right? Once you have the, the auto teams down, it's really not that big of a chore. That's actually true. I mean, I, I mean, who, who else is guilty? I mean, whether in chat or here right now in the podcast of looking for the ones that uh, defeat uh, X amount of stages in a certain time frame. <laughs> that's the only one I like to do in auto because that's the, the easiest one. You don't have to do anything. It's just auto. It's just AOE units. You know which ones I'm talking about. Which stage I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's only stages I do. I think I could clear the wind guy or the water guy in like 20 seconds in the lab. And it's still a chore for me. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh, and anyone wait. ever do uh, the the Totor, uh, the main boss? He uh, he. Sometimes I still wipe. I don't have like a like a solid team. Yeah, for, it's a little bit RNG involved. I feel like uh, when you battle, I, well, I, like I, if you're gonna auto it, you need to have a defense buffer. That's it. It's it's actually not that hard. So you know, so what you're saying is your Tyrannies is actually OP then. The defense buffing yeah, reviver. Like, oh, OP I, then. I, I, auto. Uh, <laughs> my team is Wind Panda, okay. Fran, okay. Uh, Light Homunculus, Irunu. And there's one more. Reviver? What's your reviver? No reviver? Oh, uh, the, 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 the Light Epic Epic Iona. Iona, yeah. Light Epic <laughs> okay, interesting. So maybe that's a good option. Yeah, with the what? What do you? What skills do you use for the homunculus? Yeah, cause that, that that could be something people work towards. I, I I use the same skills. Well, it's I I used I used the homunculus for a raid too, right? 
So it, it kind of overlaps. Um, there's a clan's defense buff that balanced HP, which is good for the last stage of the boss too. <clears throat> I see. And, and then there's like a heal on skill too. Yeah. Uh, I see. Okay. Uh, one more thing I wanted to add. Uh, just going back uh, real quick with the uh, siege farming thing. What do you have to leave multiple guilds to join different guilds to siege farm effectively to let the guild decay? I heard of that before, right? Yeah, it, it's actually a lot of work. So. Wouldn't, wouldn't one easy fix be make it so that the guild needs to be a certain rank to do guild siege? I don't know. In that in that what case, it kind of, like the guild what has to be a certain level, rank? right? Isn't there guild, guild level now in all the guilds? I mean, oh, that's not hard. That's still, like that's all still the guilds that well the, the guilds that we're hopping around they're all level twenty five. Okay, never mind then. It's already yeah, because they need the to difference. be G one in siege. Otherwise, it's not worth it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Interesting. Uh, interesting topics there's in guild wars siege and labyrinth. Uh, we'll go ahead and hop over to topic number three. Take it out of the game, easy fix. <laughs> uh, uh, should that be in the same patch note as the 27 hit Leica or a different patch note? <laughs> <laughs> the game would be more fun for me if they took it out of the game, but yeah. But... Yeah, just, just take everything out except for RT, right? Yeah. Woo! Preach it, brother. Preach uh, it. All right, uh, topic number three here. Uh, interesting question that uh, we set up here. What's your biggest mistake while progressing and playing Summoner's War? Uh, okay, and aside from the, oh, downloading the game, ha ha ha, okay. Uh, any, t any general tips for uh, early and mid-game players of what you've made mistakes on in the past? Alright, so my first mistake when I first started playing the game was I, I looked at all the tier lists online and I took them as religion. And they all said at the time that Chloe was the best unit in the game. So my first six star was Chloe. My first five one <laughs> farmer was Chloe. It, that was a very slow first couple of months. So my, my take on that is, you know, even though you see all these end game players talking about, oh, these are the units that, you know, they're, they're OP, this is the tier list. It, take everything with a grain of salt. If you're early game, I mean, don't necessarily take all the tier lists blindly. Use you your brain your too research. is what you're saying, right? Yeah, Use your own yeah. brain. Read the skills and see if it's uh, good in your sense as well. I mean, I think for, to a certain extent, everybody that plays Summoners War 2, like I said, a certain extent, uh, is a gamer, right? And you can strategize yourself. Take their opinions and strategize with your, uh, yourself to see if it's actually going to be a good unit. I don't know. I think I might have made Chloe thing, pretty early on as well. Yeah. Go ahead, Topo. Uh, one thing that I definitely did at the beginning was uh, waste my devil mod that I regret. Now, oh, I, think yes. that, I think that's a lot. Of, that's the thing that a lot of people did. Uh, they devil mod some of their four stars that we're using. Like, I devil my bird of hell. And uh, back in the day, you obviously didn't even really want Vertical second skill maxed because it would only hit once. So mm. yeah, it's definitely something that I did. Yeah, I'm yeah, still hoping to push for a four-star Devil Mine. I, I really hope they release that yeah, somewhere hope, somehow. Yeah. It would help That'd out a lot nice. of players. Yeah, early game players, those Devil Mine are scarce. Even if you have nothing to use them on, just put them in storage until you know what to do with them. Someday, someday you'll your future self will thank you. I mean, the pro they have a big projects actually early on because of you know if you're free to play and you just started, or even if you just started. Your Devilmon count is gonna be pretty low. And you're going to need to Devilmon Vero, right? Panda, right? Sigmaris, if you're gonna use Sigmaris, and any of the other free-to-play Nat fives that they give you, all need Devilmon. It's a pretty heavy Devilmon load. Uh, not saying you I mean, not even counting the Nat fives you obtain. So you will need a lot of those Devilmons. Do you do you really need the Panda Devilmon though? Do you really need uh, to no, make the you Panda? No, you definitely don't have to make it Devilmon. Yeah, definitely. But I mean if you if you have it there, right, and you have a Nat 5, you could potentially <laughs> Devilmon it. Because that Fire on. Panda is like PvE only, and... Which is what most early mid-games focus on, though. I actually use my Fire Panda a lot more than uh, 
people did before in like guild wars i, I think it was a great guild wars unit especially when you don't have a lot of units out there don't have a lot of nat fives it does a lot it, it's like a whole kit it's like a budget guess, uh it's made for like r4 too yeah r4 right i, I guess it depends on the situation yeah. but yeah but i think it functions very well even without skill ups so you, you're definitely right on that uh what was your mistakes uh fate man thompson uh, I was using the water bear to farm <laughs> scenarios for a whole week or so. Water before bear? I realized it was taking like five minutes to clear <laughs> one stage. You mean the one that revives but like defense buff? Uh, yeah, yeah, it revives. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, all the stages are so hard because you didn't have runes back there, right? I'm like, oh, but this unit is so good. It can solo farm every stage. So uh, for, for me, it was uh, my... The, the biggest advice I want to give players, and this is really important, so listen, hear me out. Um, it's like, this game rewards people that has that have patience. So, like, wh whatever it is, it's not worth it to speed things up. So, like, um, you don't want to buy, like, you don't want to spend money on the stuff that will help you speed things up. Also, like, um, so one of the biggest mistakes is people buy premium packs. Like, when you're starting out, just try to just farm and then shop refresh and farm and shop refresh you know same with like buying like exp boosters or uh uh magic essences we all guilty we're all guilty for for buying it too even like even ruin packs look like back then ruin packs had no legendary uh uh ruins in there right you just have to be patient not buy it right so uh you don't have don't buy like you know dimensional crystals don't buy anything to help you speed up the process like take your time Play the game and you'll actually get rewarded for it you know you'll get more light and dark nat fives than you ever did um and you'll progress <laughs> yeah. further than like most people if you like uh if you're patient with the game is that is that how you got all your light and dark nat fives how many are you at right now just just curious you you shop refresh right yeah you shop refresh you don't buy premium packs there's you buy other LD ways packs instead. <laughs> yeah, <huh? laughs> yeah like thompson's not saying don't spend money he's saying if you do spend money don't spend it on the things that that only speed you up exactly like, like dark packs well, okay or, well this exactly is where i disagree you got to be patient Right. Well, like, I I, I, first disagreement of the day, finally. God damn. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> um, when you're starting off, and if you know you're not going to be like free to play, I think spending on ruin packs is really good. Like when yeah, you're well, just the ruin packs, the ruin packs now are really good. But then like um, the game well, has a lot no, of even back then, right? Uh, the, there was one only one guaranteed legendary per month. And then when I started, I bought room packs. Um, like I skipped Giant Speed 10 altogether and to, to farm dragons right away. I mean, like it was like four to five room packs and I could farm DB10 like two minutes. Well, like I'm saying, like the game right. will have a lot of temptations to make you uh, pay to speed up faster, but you could use that type of currency for better results. Like, you know, uh, magic essences, you know, uh, uh just there's some stuff you you could get that uh are very good but just some stuff you just have to be patient with it can't be uh seduced to <laughs> spend money yeah but, but like that 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 what five packs 150 dollars probably sped up my progression by a good eight month ten mm -hmm. month i mean i i, I say it's worth it right if you're gonna if you're not gonna be free to play anyways uh, what or about you, you could what were, uh, some of the mistakes else. that uh, you've made in the past? Um, yeah, aside from like double mining the units, right? So, uh, I mean, 
I don't even know. <laughs> uh, my early game was really slow. I mean, I was really young at the time too, you know, back in my day. Uh, back in my day. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't really know much about the game, to be honest. And uh, I wish I had watched more guides on YouTube <laughs> or something. I think I think that's honestly pretty legit advice too. Uh, it's like, you know, go on Twitch, go on YouTube. I don't, I don't know about Reddit. I probably wouldn't go there. But... <laughs> Yeah, I would say, yeah, I would go, say go YouTube, I mean, uh, YouTube and Twitch are really good. Twitch especially, because like, you can hop into yeah. like Tulpa stream. Brook, you streaming more often, or you just been uh, been sick a little bit lately, right? Uh, yeah, I've just been sick this past week. Yeah, Thompson or Fate Man streaming. The thing is that with those, you can get help like right away, right? So, that makes a lot of sense. You know, I want to say Reddit isn't that bad if you know where to look. Like, yeah, there there's some uh, there's some junk posting, posts out there, but... In between that, there, there's some gems. Sometimes people do some serious math there. There's some gems on Reddit. You, you just got to be careful. Mm. Well, most of that serious math is, well, to be honest, is quite useless. It's not. It's it's interesting, but it's useless. For me, uh, like one of my biggest mistakes. It's not going to be pertinent to um, a lot of people here, though. Is uh, back in the day when, uh, back in my day, when the game first started, uh, I just wasn't uh playing the game enough to progress i i really should have progressed in db10 back then everybody's using fire viking right to do db10 and it was before nb10 came out so the rune drop rates of specific runes were coming out of just db10 and gb10 before they got split off to nb10 right so i should have farmed more more uh, then to get those runes you know what i'm saying but uh, back then it was all manual so it's kind of uh Kind of uh, lazy work. I mean, I guess some people could auto it. Yeah, some of the, some of the OGs, but yeah, I had to manual it back then. That, that was the game, man. Triple Imp, GB10. I don't know when you guys well, started playing. Well, from, from what Barian told me, like, in the beginning, everybody was farming really slow anyways. It, yeah. it didn't really matter that much. But at least at least he farmed it, you know what I mean? And they farmed it. Yeah. There, guess, there, was a certain, yeah. there was a certain gap where there was a big power gap because you didn't have runes, and a lot of people did for farming. Yeah, triple imp back in the day, yeah. And uh, Dark Elemental was uh, was king. You had that. Oh my god, you had a great GB10 team. You, you guys, were you guys playing back then? You guys weren't playing that far back, were you? I I did. You did? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you could use a double hua like for a giants, because uh, you would never crit. You would have 15 crit red on your double hua, your rayok, your verde, and then your rayok and double hua would just solo the boss because it would never take a turn, and you would also never crit it because you have 15 crit right? Yeah. It's all about that playing was the, That was the only way to auto. I think. Yeah, Orochi was good too. All right, cool. Um, interesting. Hopefully, you guys can learn from those uh, our, our our mistakes, as well as uh, yeah, like what Topa said. Uh, please keep in mind, uh, YouTube uh, advice is really good, and uh, here on Twitch, you get all your help live, right? You can ask exactly your question. Whereas sometimes when you watch YouTube videos, you get some help, but you can ask them the question that you have mm -hmm. that might be more specific to your account, right? So, all right, that was a very good topic. There, we're gonna move on to topic number four. It's gonna be a quick one. Yeah, it's just something that uh, I've been thinking about but haven't figured it out yet. What's a good name for the podcast? Is should there be a name or should it just be the the Island Grown Podcast? Yeah, people in chat definitely can give suggestions. You guys here? Stuck on an island. Stuck on an island. Stuck on an island. <laughs> did you did you watch the uh, fourth episode of uh, Stuck on the Island uh, this week? Okay, I don't know. Right. It's gonna roll nicely though. up the tongue, right? <laughs> Any suggestions, Thompson? Island cast. Island cast. Mm. Okay. Island cast. The island podcast is so basic, though, man. Yeah. If anything, I think I guess I just gotta leave it as island, island grown, island grown podcast. The coconut podcast. Whale wars. Okay, you're trolling. <laughs> Ohana hour. Ah, uh, no, nah, that doesn't sound too good. 
<laughs> I like Castaway. That was a good one. Someone in chat said Castaway. Castaway. The Cocoa Pod. <laughs> All right, we'll keep taking these suggestions in. Uh, we're gonna actually segue to the last uh, topic here, which is what we've been doing a lot lately, which is uh, allowing the chat to kind of come up with topics and questions. So uh, whatever chat says that you guys think of is, is of interest or something that you want to answer, uh, you can feel free to bring it up and put it onto the table here for the uh, podcast. So ask away any questions or topics that you guys want discussed. Keep in mind though, some of your topics uh, I might skip or some of people might skip because we've talked about them in the past podcast already. Okay. Can we talk about the Dark Lightning Emperor? Yeah, sure. What, you, actually, yeah, whatever topics you want to talk about as well. Okay, let's start with that then. Before we uh, take a look at other people's. Go oh, ahead. It's a nerf. Yeah, so explain uh, the Dark Lightning Emperor so people know first, and then we get it just because not everybody knows Dark Lightning Emperor. Um, if you see him, ban him. Yeah, if you see him, ban it. Um, basically, um, it, it makes whatever unit that Emperor target have zero defense. Is it a passive? That's a skill. It's a skill that makes it so it's zero defense, right? Yeah, it's zero defense. And then what happens to that defense? Where does it go? It goes nowhere. It just it just makes it zero defense? Yeah, pretty much. Well, unless unless your defense is insanely higher than the Dark and Lightning Emperor. But because with five stacks, the Dark Lightning Emperor strips all your buffs and then takes uh, subtracts 120% of its defense. People saying he steals it. He steals the defense. That's yeah, what I thought it does. He, 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 he doesn't steal it. It's a miswording. Oh, it's a miswording. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. faint smart, baby. Yeah, once you, when you guys thought you guys got faint. <laughs> uh, so he doesn't steal it then, just miswording. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And and that and that's uh, super, super, super OP, OP, OP. Yeah, give me maybe a little bit more elaboration. Some of the people that uh, might not feel it's super, super OP, OP. Uh, basically, every other unit that attacks that unit is ignore defense. Mm. How often does it have that skill up? Every, well, every time it gets five stacks, right? Oh, okay, okay, okay. So okay. I, I, there's, there's no cooldown on the skill, and whenever whenever you use it, you get an additional turn. Huh. Does it gain knowledge the same way as Odin or or? It gains uh, same as Odin. Okay. But remember, okay. remember when it's max stacks, it strips all the buffs. So oh, it strips and steals, I think. Yeah, yep. So that means, like, when you use it, you're instantly getting like two or three stacks, depending on how many buffs the other person has. And then you just kill the unit and you get the other yeah. three, and you have yeah. it back up again. Yeah. How do you counter that? Ban it. You ban it. <laughs> you could control it. If, if Vinyl procs one, if Vinyl procs once, and you're done. Wait, can't you con- can't you a control it like Thompson said, or b just bring in units to just stay alive? Vanessa, Triana. So it's not that big because other than that, it doesn't I, do anything else. Then right, so you can. You I don't have to feel focus like they on. need a. I actually feel like before they nerfed the dark one, they need to buff the light one. Do you have the light one? No, I think the light one's fine. Do you just light one is healing or something? Yeah, like at the, the moment light one of is seventy percent damage reduction. Looks yeah. pretty awful. No, no, no. It's not it's, damage reduction, right? I thought it's damage no, it's and then damage, it's damage reduction. Seventy percent mm-hmm. for oh. all units. I thought, I thought, I thought what it did is like if it does 10k, it does 10k, and then if you're still alive, it heals you back for um, an amount. Yeah, no, no, it reduces damage and then it heals. Oh, oh it reduces damage and then heals a, a percentage of what's left. Okay, because I think yeah. I tried messing around with one before. It, it felt quite underwhelming. It's actually really good um, in this meta for RTA because uh, there's a lot of damage heavy comps. So it, it's like if you're running control or if you're running like some other like wackle thing whatever it, it'll protect your units it, it acts like a triana kind of hmm. 
Okay, I saw a question here in the chat, and uh, since we have Thompson here, uh, people are asking something we never talked about, but I mean, I'm sure people talked about it many times. Um, what are your thoughts on Sekhmet? What's its viability? Why does it suck? Why is it called Sekhmet? Or why is it good? And where can it be used? Because as we know, Thompson used Sekhmet a lot, and he made it work. Uh, Sekhmet was... Uh, Sekhmet's good when she's good, but horrible when she sucks. And if her skill's more consistent, she's great, but her skill's not consistent. Uh, still, Sekhmet's good against... Uh, because her first move could attack down, She's great against everything that attack down's good against, like Perna, like Laika, and stuff like that. But um, other than that, like uh, Sekhmet um, is not looking that well because she's not as consistent, and that inconsistency will make you lose a game. So what if the so some people were uh, giving some suggestions we talked about in the past, right? There's there's a change for Sekhmet recently, and now as many buffs as she, she strips, she will reduce her cooldown. And people are saying that it's not enough because the skill is not consistent enough. What if they just took that away and just made the skill consistent? What if they just made it unresistible? Irresistible? That's Is that too, too OP. Powerful? That's too That's OP, too... right? I mean, like, the, Maybe the no, right don't reset the cooldown, though. You, just... you can have her on, like, no HP, no defense, high attack, crit damage, crit. It doesn't matter. The only way to build her, you have to have her on 85% accuracy, at least. And, like, that's, like, the, if you have her on 85, you bring her mm -hmm. in. Just, like, pray to God she does what she does, you know? Hmm. She was even stronger before. I like her previous. Like, I was testing her out a lot when uh, she was first... Uh, 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 when her cooldowns go down, all her cooldowns go down. And she was really good. Yeah, she counters all the Dianas really hard, all the Pernas really hard. But, like, they they nerfed her. So her cooldowns... Not, her second move don't get the cooldown anymore. Only her mm -hmm. first move, only her third move. So you're saying if they revert her, it would be a lot better then? Oh yeah, level. for sure, for sure. Huh. But that was a bug, that was not never That was a bug, yeah, yeah. that was a bug. Yeah. But it, a bug could have been something that... It would yeah, be, it, it, they could just... Like, the, the, pro the problem with Sekhmet is really like... I mean, it's gonna... The skill 3 is gonna land 85% of the time, right? Um, the problem is when it misses, um, Sekhmet doesn't have any other skill that like... Does anything. You know, does it? You have it on despair for stuns, right? If like if say like Sekhmet had Hathor skill two, it would still be useful. Dude, Sekhmet skill two is like so good though, and skill. No, but look, like you're bringing Sekhmet to strip off immunity, right? So then skill two yeah. is a dead skill when when you miss. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at <laughs> look at Nephthys. She just got skill two. That's it. Boom. Okay. What if they okay? What if they change skill two of Sekhmet? So that it has a percent chance to strip like Molong. That also buffs Dark Desert Queen. Like AoE? AoE strip. Oh, but that buffs Bastet too, huh? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like it, it doesn't have to be a high chance, right? It's like, oh god, it's gonna be Molong over again. All over again. But um, no stun, just a chance to strip. Bastet's good enough though. Yeah. Bastet is good enough though. Yeah, Bastet's good enough, but like to make segment and to make Nephthys better. That's something that they might look into. Like right now, would you still use uh, Bastet if like you have a Fran, you know? It's like Fran is so much better than Bastet if you have like the fast runes, you know what I mean? What's the base speed like, for Fran? Is it, it's like one? One, one oh three. Okay, so it's like what, four speed faster than Bastet, yeah. something like that? Yeah. yeah, I guess that's already a perk. I mean, attack buff or the attack part, not bad for Bastet, but. Yeah, sure, buff yeah, them all, but... why not? Yeah. But like, if everyone's well speed tuned, 
like the friend's still better you don't need the attack bar you know right two turn attack buff to uh, versus three turns shield no shield but has heals so there's pros and cons of both i guess oh but the immunity is huge yeah, yeah. This immunity is huge yeah hmm. that's like one bad thing about bestet like sometimes like you have the shield and attack buff but you could still get cc and stuff you know how yeah. dumb is it to build segment with crit damage to a snipe pernas does i don't think that's enough damage for the majority of units, I don't think the multiplier is high enough, is it? Her first move already counters Perno. Yeah. And also, like, the anti-heal counters Perno as well. Perno as well. What's a good cleave team? Um, so what do you guys think? What, 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 most players, what most players should they do to get into RTA? It's just cleaving, right? They sh everybody should pretty much cleave as your first kind of teams to build for RTA because you have those units built already, like Bernard, Megan, whatever, cleaving. But what do you think was better? I mean, if you're not trying like to push I, said, I, huh, I, I feel like the basic cleave team needs double speed lead, and that should be your foundation. Check out which speed lead you got. Mm -hmm. Actually, there's two ATB boosters and uh, a bunch of AOEs. I see. All right, uh, any other if, topics? If, you're, if, if you're cleaving and you don't have double strippers in there, you need to mix solution in. Okay. All right. Um, any other topics that you guys have here? You guys want to you wanted to talk about anything that's ever bugged your mind or you wanted to throw on the table, see people's opinions, anything controversial? Everybody's so friendly to each other. Can we get some like controversial topics on some debates? <laughs> All anyone have to say is uh, nerf Gianna, and you'll you know. We, 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 we've uh, been saying how, how long nerf had a conversation. Now? Nerf, nerf under me I was, uh, I did, I did a FMR for a friend, right? And he had an under mm -hmm. Oh my god, that thing is so busted. He's so easy to ruin too. Uh, speaking of FMR, you know, who? He's pretty easy to ruin. Who? Who? Oh, Artemil. Oh, Artemil. Yeah. What? What is your Artemil on? Is it? It's not crit damage, is it? It has to be on crit damage. Yours is on crit damage? Don't have to, but don't it, have mine's to on crit damage, damage, but it doesn't It's like Diana and Helena do not have to be on crit damage. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, he, he uh, his defense goes up, like, uh, as the game goes on, too. So, like, uh, mm. yeah. The, crit damage yeah, but, is like, okay. uh, huh? When I did the free removal, um, I, I didn't ruin Artemio as a standalone unit. It actually combos in, into, into his comp. Okay, so, that means it's a pretty fast. Uh, it's a pretty fast Artemil. That's what Fain is trying to say. No, it's actually slow. It sits under defense break. So there's there's like speed threats on top, right? And like you're either if you do get first turn, that means you're gonna get a defense break into Artemil new turn one. Hmm. Okay. All right. Let me let me and throw it, something. It, it, let me throw something controversial here. All right. How does Arda nuke turn one? His defense goes up as the game goes on. Unless yeah, it, it doesn't go up. It just gets five stacks. But it, yeah. before it even gets five stacks, if there's if you're on a crit damage build, it's gonna it's gonna hit hard with a defense break, with regardless if you have stacks. Okay, all right. I don't know how hard your Arda's hitting, but you could nuke with Arda turn one. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> I don't know this game yeah, anymore. Fate. How you feel about that, man? You're wrong. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, I just no. wanted to point out that just because Fane Mem can do something with his runes doesn't mean that you can do the same it's thing. It's not even his runes, brother. It's not my, they're not my runes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so I, I was wondering, 
Have you guys fought each other in RTA? And uh, what do you guys think of each other in RTA? How, 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 how easy it is, is it to beat who and uh, or what do you think that the other person can improve? Because I'm sure you guys have matched up with one another. So I want to say, put it out there. I do RTA and I love it, but for me, it's just a game. I uh, <laughs> like, uh, I, I always try different comps and weird stuff. Like I bring Sekhmet to SWC, you know what's up. You know, I brought uh, Falaria against uh, Berkelac. I, I use, uh, I just like to use what I like to use, you know, and I just have fun with it. But yeah. No, nobody wants to say who, who they fought and uh, who they think is easy and what they think the other person can do better. If they beat them. Pull these guys. Huh? When I, when I lose, it's due to RNG. How about that? <laughs> All right. It's uh, either like lucky resists or lucky procs. Yeah, that seems uh, what it always comes down to. Yeah, when uh, you're doing RTA, there's always that one match. It just feels like there's when you get RNG'd badly, it just continues to snowball. Anybody else feel like that? Like, there's just some days where it's just, like, really bad. Like, match to match to match to match. It's, like, crucial violence and resist that just happened to you that just, I don't know. It just doesn't feel balanced. You just got to embrace it. Like, like Barry and all says, embrace the RNG, you know? Mm -hmm. Procs are mm -hmm. part of the game. They, they go both ways. If someone procs the shit out of you, just laugh it off. It, you know, there's nothing you can really do. Just just laugh it off. Ah, I think, didn't get the Phoenix you, skin this season. Ha ha ha, so funny. I think <laughs> when you approach... <laughs> I think when you approach uh, Summoner's so War into... I think when you approach Summoner's War with, with, like, you're having fun and you're trying different stuff, it's more fun versus, like, if you're just using, like, you know, Ganny Hathor every round, then you're just grinding. You get really mad when, like, you get Violent proc on or whatever, right? But mm -hmm. if you use, like, Ganny Hathor, Perna, Wusa, you know, Fran every game or... But if you like really like just like enjoy the game, try out new comps, you know, like uh, Fate Memory, he made uh, uh, the Water Barbarian and that's I think he had the most fun with, you know, different people try different stuff. And I think that's how like the game could grow, you know, not just watch Twitch and YouTube, but come up with like your own stuff, your own strategy. You know, I see like uh, people start bringing in like uh really weird comps this season that i love like people are bringing in uh tableau three points people brought in like lab tableau and ludo with uh shina and martina i'm like dude like the the type of technology and stuff is awesome you know like yeah i think just have fun with it you know and just do what your ruin allows you to do yeah at the end of the day it's just ruins really you just gotta keep farming um Mm -hmm. What I did, what I did learn is, if you're streaming, and you have an advantage, and say if like, like an enemy unit can proc, but it's like it's it's locked down. If, if it procs, it'll turn the match. If you say that out aloud, he'll proc a hundred percent. Wow, Man, great, which, great which tips. Side? Like you, like you're like you're winning, right? I'm like, oh, but if that Helena takes the proc right here, I lose. It's gonna uh, proc a hundred percent. Always that happened to actually that happened to me last time on my last wing. I was like, if this Molon procs here, he wrecks us my Yanhang and I lose the game and then he procked. I was like, okay, well that, that's that's how we end our night. Yeah, it's, it, it's happened uh, a few times to me as well. But it's it's more like you're not really trying to say it on purpose. You're kind of just calling out your um what you're doing, you know, and you're like you're just talking out loud what's going on in your mind. And it just always seems like it happens. Yeah. It's, it's happened so much that like um in, in my chat, there's a command that says, Streamer, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and the silver lining is, even though you lose, at least you look smart going down. 
I mean, every unit has 22% chance to proc, you know, and most of the time, all four units on the other team has 22% each. So, yeah. yeah. If they don't proc, you're kind of lucky. You know? <laughs> Gotta also factor in uh, yeah. how many violent units you have compared to what they have that's in the match. Yep. And sometimes I don't think about that. I'm like, oh my god, how come he's getting so much more procs than me? I'm not getting any, right? But I, I look at my team, I'm like, okay, so I have units on Swift in there and Despair. I don't have that many units on violence, so... The, right. the worst part is when like uh the resist and accuracy like props are props but then the yeah, worst the part worst. is when the resist and accuracy like imagine your hathor sleeps everybody but the villagewel you're like, <laughs> like I, I thought i won already you know it's not even about the props it's just like it slept everybody but the villagewel and you're just like oh my god you know you just like if it just slept just villagewel and nobody else this would have been way better than the situation <laughs> yeah, right yeah. here or like the stripper strips everybody but the villagewel or the yeah. annabelle and you're like whoa like what i just quit you know just quit you you win you yeah. outspeed them your your guys hit them like eight times before you move but you still lose you know that happens that happens like oftentimes i see myself violent prompts for me i see myself drafting and i i notice when i see my draft and i get into the match i'm like holy crap the whole match is dictated by this Oki reset turn one. Oh god. <laughs> Every time, yes. dude, I'm like, in this situation, yeah. I'm like, oh my god, if I miss this, I'm like pretty <laughs> screwed, man. I will always miss it, dude. I will always miss it. Another thing, like sometimes people bring in units and expect not to get procced on, but you're gonna get procced on. Like if you bring in Oki, he only stuns for one turn, right? Versus like Gany Hathor. I mean like Hathor or Jean, at least you're you're safe, you know? Or Sierra. Like if you put a bomb on a stun unit, they can't violent proc, you know? Right. So, unless they resist the stun, unless the village will there. Oh again. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bad luck. But you know what I mean. The chances are so so much lower. Oh, I have yeah. a quick question. So I never. I just thought about this right now. When you put a bomb on somebody, right? Obviously, you go over your accuracy check, right, for the resistance check. But when the bomb detonates, is, is it does it take into consideration the person that placed the bomb's accuracy to stun, yeah. or is it just based on the unit's uh, resistance? Yeah, I was talking about the bomb. Yeah. So it's just based on that player's resistance, right? It's 100 resist. I mean, 100 accuracy, basically, it feels like. Or what? Oh, the, it's based on the person that placed the bomb. Sorry, you guys cut out when I, when I said that. Yeah, it's based yeah. on the person who placed the bomb. I got you. So if Sierra has 50 accuracy, then that bomb is 50 accuracy. Too, okay. so. That's why low-key, like, Sierra needs a lot of accuracy. Mm. Okay, fun fact. I, I just I just always thought about it, yeah. But uh, I know why my bombs don't stun people. Okay, got it. <laughs> All right. Uh, I mean, I mean, the other day I, I had a I had a Dover match where, like, I, four bombs detonated in a row and they all resisted stun. Oh, <laughs> I tell you, how much accuracy do you have? That well, is I, had, I, I, had, I had accuracy lead. I had like hundred twenty percent accuracy. <laughs> it, it's okay because I had eight bombs on their heads anyways. So <laughs> it didn't it didn't affect anything, but yeah. When when do you bring in Dover? I'm curious. You know, I geared up my Dover pretty. Uh... Pretty nicely inspired by you, actually. But then never really used it for other things besides uh, Guild Wars. In, I haven't used it in RTA. When do you bring it in? I think you, I, uh, I've seen you bringing it in against like Ragdolls, right? In the past. You gotta ask Berkelak. Berkelak is the bomber himself. He's Libli well, bomber, though. He's more of a Libli bomber. I, I use Libli Malaka, but either way, it's the same thing. Yeah. Whenever you, you can get a stripper in right before him. No, but Fake no, uses I never, it for I never, specific purposes. I, I never run it with a stripper. Really? Yeah. yeah. What, what, Dover? I only seen you uh, use it against like ragdolls. Is there any other situations where you're like, oh, that's my rag, this is my uh, Dover pulling it in? You don't know, Berkelak. 300 speed Dover, 299 speed Sierra. Dude, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as long as the 
enemy doesn't have any immunity buffer and you outslow them, then special that that slow cleave. Right, it's either between Dover, the Helena, or the double will Beth. Mm. Double will shield Beth. It, it, it depends on what like what I feel like in that match, but do you remember is Dover is a secret? Well, how good your uh, Dover, man? I'm gonna look at my stats right now. How how is your Dover compared to mine's? I want to improve mine as well. What's your stats in your so, Dover? Uh, have you revealed you guys, it? Which bombers you guys like more, Liebly, Dover, Liebly or Dover? Yeah, Dover, that's a great Dover, hundred percent. Dover, Dover, Dover. Dover. Dover's so good, dude. But Liebly just kills a unit. If you have the ruins, Liebly just kills a unit. Well, if you miss like, the Liebly bomb, Liebly could have like. 800 extra attack all right so, so Liebly is better for like one shot bomb bomb teams if you're going to kill with that first bomb then yeah Liebly has a higher base attack and he's easier to, you can you can build more attack on him because he only needs 35 accuracy due to his uh bonus there but assuming the game lasts beyond that initial blast dover is so much better because he brings so much more to the table whereas Liebly is only the bomb but let's face it, if if you're a bomber team and you're trying to live past that initial blast, you're already dead, right? Oh, not not if your Dover has 1,500 defense. <laughs> your Dover has 1,500 defense? If they have like a little HP left, you, you can just whittle them down at the end. Like, what I'm trying to say is, like, I feel like Liebly's pretty underrated. Most people say Dover, but I if I think if you have the ruins, Liebly's the way to go. I think Liebly's good for Cleave, like, like it was stated. Oh, really good. Yeah, and then Dover's more of a... Longer battle, I guess you can say. Yeah, yeah. Well, Liebly gets the bombs back faster, I guess. That too. Oh, that yeah, too. that's true. And an HP disturb along the way, right? So it's nice. The revenge is right. Which always lands, by well, the way. If he gets targeted, that is. Yeah, that's right. I think it's lead for last. But here's the thing, right? The enemy's going to have a ragdoll. They're going to hit your Dolph. I uh, hit your Liebly. Your Liebly's going to revenge. It's going to crit. They're going to get 15%. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I never have the ragdoll. I banned the ragdoll a good ninety percent of the time. I know, also I, I, I know some some of you guys don't ban the ragdoll, but like with my comp, I banned the ragdoll. Wait, what if you just don't have yeah. crit rate on Libli? Wait, does Libli get more crit rate for some reason or something like that? I mean, he, he gets fifteen percent base anyway, right? Yeah, so yeah. I mean, so like, like he's like, also yeah, horrible yeah. against against units like Camilla, for example. I can't tell you how many times I put bombs into Camilla, only have the Camilla use my Libli to take the bomb off. Like, thanks a lot, Libli. <laughs> I, Dover. <laughs> I'm team Liebly. <laughs> I like Liebly. All right. Like um, at least for uh, arena, if you're gonna, if you, please. if you're doing arena, I feel like Liebly is a lot better too. Oh yeah, if you're doing the like damage is huge. Arena, yeah, yeah. The damage is you, you can't argue. The damage is way higher yeah. for Liebly yeah. than Dover for yeah. sure. Yeah, it hits or such like Guild War. And I don't know. It's maybe it's just how I feel. I feel like uh, both with 85% accuracy, Liebly usually lands his bomb more often. You cleave often, right, Burke? What do you feel like? Liebly just always lands her, his bomb. It's weird. They, they they land their bombs at the same rate. I, I think that that that's <laughs> that's that's, uh, that's just a metal thing. But I mean, if they both have 85%, they're both gonna land 85%. Honestly, <clears throat> it's kind of hard to get like, not to say Sorry, not to say the least, I clicked but the it's kind of hard to get like Malacca or Dover 85% accurate. Yeah, that's true. With all the, the other stats you want. Sorry. If, if you're going to one-shot, Liebly is better in terms because of the higher base attack and because he's easier to build. It's just an RTA. See, I never heard... It's not always a one-shot. I never heard 
Burke talked this much. When we start talking about Liebli, Malacca, you know, Dover, <laughs> Burke is like, get out of the way. This is my podcast now. Let me talk. One trick pony. He is in that. the middle today, so. Yeah. No, no, no. It's not your bad, man. You do. I like it. it just... No, we like it. We like it. Yeah. All right. Um, very solid podcast today. Um, any last words you guys want to throw in to the podcast? But uh, yeah, I think that's uh, a wrap for today. Very, very solid. It went over a lot. Anything, anything else to say? Don't buy premium packs, right? <laughs> Be patient with the game. Spend money only on the stuff that'll make you good for endgame, right? And then, yeah, enjoy. Embrace the RNG. Embrace the RNG. Mm-hmm. That's it. Right. This game's a marathon, so don't be in a rush. I have to agree with that. Right. I have I no words to share. <laughs> he has no words to share. All right, well, uh, thank you guys so much for joining me to, for today's podcast. I know um, making the time to uh, come and hang out and talk about different topics, really fun. If you guys are watching the YouTube channel, again, please make sure you guys have subscribed, uh, hit that like, and uh, we're going to put the links like the other podcasts. If you haven't checked the other podcast out, uh, feel free to check them out. It's all in one playlist. Uh, as well as we always put the uh, links to all of their Twitch streams uh, on there as well. So you guys can check out when they stream. The nice thing about having so many different streamers and content creators, you can always try to hop into the Summoner's War like uh, section on Twitch. And there's going to be somebody streaming. You know what I mean? Which is really, really nice. So hopefully you guys uh, enjoyed this uh, podcast. And I'll see you later. Bye, YouTube. Thanks for having us. Bye, YouTube.